Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. Sharks lose their 10th in a row, but that's not what matters here. No, 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 no. Thomas Bortolo is playing on the Sharks, and that's all that matters now. I don't care about wins and losses now. That doesn't matter, okay? The future is here. With Thomas Bordelow playing on the Sharks. So we're going to talk about Bordelow's debut. We're going to talk about uh, the big takeaways from the weekend. And then we're going to look to see how high or low the Sharks can climb on the takeathon standings. All that and more on today's Locked on Sharks music. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young. Kyle continues to be abducted by Australians, but that's okay. I'm all... That is needed right now. So today's episode, of course, brought to you by Bet Online. You guys know Bet Online has got you covered for all your sports and gambling needs. Go check them out at Bet Online, where the game starts. But Thomas Bordalo, I covered a little bit on Saturday's live stream. If you guys didn't get a chance, you can go check that out. But for the if you're just listening on the podcast, so Bordalo, of course, he signs his amateur tryout. Um, he plays two games with the Barracuda. Um, his first game, he scores three. He has three assists. Second game, he looks great. Doesn't get any points, but he still looks good. Driving offense. The Sharks, combination of just being crushed by injuries and also you're too good to play with the Barracuda. Sign Bordalo, give him, let him play, rip, you know, burn down that first year of his ELC and let him play. So I get some people are kind of like, well, why would you waste a year of his ELC? It's okay. Like, it, that's not the biggest thing in the world. You know, I mean, that's just kind of the cost of doing business with some of these high end NCAA prospects. I mean, you see guys like, you know, Matty Beneers, you know, like all the Michigan guys who come out, they, they, Everybody except for I think Brisson basically signed, you know, in the is signed with an NHL deal right now. And like you go back, you know, Cole Caulfield last year signed, you know, Burns that first year of his. It doesn't matter. Like, so it's it's good for them because they get that first real contract sooner. And actually, you know what? It might be sneaky better for the Sharks, actually, too. So Bordolo, instead of having three years of work. And by the time he hits his third year, you expect him to be hit, like starting to hit his peak, you know, really kind of, you know, as a legitimate two C in the NHL, potentially you got to pay him like one of those now. Yeah. He, he has two years plus what eight or nine games of, of so a little bit smaller sample size. So if he's still kind of developing during that time, guess what? His next contract not going to cost as much. So potentially. So it could be one of those things where, yeah, you burn a year now. You're also saving some money down the road. And plus then too, you don't have Eklund and Bordalo 
vying for contracts at the exact same time. So anyway, that's future JD. We'll worry about that when we get to that situation. But let's talk about Bordelow's debut. Um, I thought he looked really good, looked really solid. Um, Bob Bugner was really was was really kind of happy with the way he, he came out and played. You know, he he had an assist on the on the Balsers goal where he won a puck battle behind the net, kind of ring, you know, rimmed it around, and then Balsers kind of did the rest there. But he did good work on the Gregor goal, you know, and like he's you know, you can see in the offensive zone where he can contribute there. And and as he gets more, you know, again, he hasn't really had a practice with these guys, as he gets more comfortable around the guys, you know, hopefully. He kind of, if you want to let him play with Gregor and Balsters, then let him play with Gregor and Balsters for the rest of the year type of thing. Like, just let him get comfortable with these guys and let him get in, you know, kind of situated in the NHL. And, you know, so I thought he looked good there. He's going to have to learn, you know, again, every kid goes through this with the NHL where it's, you don't have the same time and space that you once did in college. And he's going to learn that stuff. You know, he's the smart guy. And, you know, when it, when it comes to that, like, he's going to learn what he, same we see it with Ryan Markley too, where, Kind of learn where what he can get away with and what he needs to kind of maybe like live to fight another day. So, you know, but Bortle, he played, uh, what did he play? 13 minutes um, total. So uh, 13, 14, uh, 12, 30 at, at even strength and a 44 seconds of power play, which I like him getting out there on the power play helped to kind of, you know, let him get more comfortable and stuff like that. He said he was really nervous after the first period. You know, I couldn't really tell. But, um, you know, and, and like, and Bob said too, after the game, like Gregor and Balsters had their best, uh, best games. I mean, we saw Noah Gregor scored a goal. Um, we saw them both contribute offensively and they both had kind of a nice little jump on their step. And I think that's just having Bordalo, a guy out there who's can help create offense. And, you know, Nick Benino, I know Nick Benino scored again today. Um, but like, He's just not driving offense the same way Bortolo can. And I know Nick Benio is going to be way more responsible defensively and stuff like that. But, like, this team doesn't need defense right now. They need offense. They're, they've been struggling to score goals. And, you know, it's easier to teach someone how to be in the right place in the right time to play defense than it is to teach someone how to generate offense. So I thought he looked good. Um, you know, I'm excited to see what he what he does. Um, the, the Sharks they have – little bit easier competition we'll get into that this week other than um they play the blues here on thursday but i mean their, their schedule does lighten up here a little bit so um dakota makes an appearance in the podcast sorry about that dakota um but he you know i, I really like the way he played he's gonna you know he had a really nice chance on the on, on a two-on-one and just couldn't be flurry but like He's going to generate offense. You can just tell the guys around him we're going to have kind of a, a jump in his step. And again, I don't care about him burning his ELC down right now. The only thing that matters, we'll get to it here in a minute, but the only thing that matters with the Sharks right now is just how these young guys are playing. And if Bordelow is playing well, that's bigger than the wins and losses uh, right now. So um, before we get into the, the kind of the takeaways and what the, the what's kind of going on from this weekend, Let's take a quick break and talk to you guys about our friends over at Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens, a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because, you know, I'm getting a little bit older. My birthday is coming up. Wanted, you know, better gut health, more energy. That's always an issue for me. I'm always tired. Optimized immune system. And I don't want to take like a thousand supplements and pills. So, 
What is it? It's a with it. It's one delicious scoop of AG1. You just put it in a cup of water. You shake it up. With that, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all that things. So go check them out if you're kind of, you know, like, who are these people? The Athletic Greens guy was created this, uh, the, the founder, because he's experienced a ton of gut health issues himself. Ended up with a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. That's a lot of money. So he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutritional routine on your own. And it costs you less than $3 a day. With it, you're investing in your health. It's cheaper than a cold brew habit. If you're like me, I'm a Dutch guy. I'm a Dutch way too often. You know, it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. And you're investing in all in one nutritional insurance. So go check them out right now. Uh, make it easy. They're also giving you a free year one supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. So just visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so the big takeaways from this weekend. Um, the Sharks playing eight, nine, ten, doesn't matter how many rookies. They're playing a lot of rookies, but they're playing these teams really well. So the Dallas Stars, who are fighting for their lives for a playoff spot, you know, the Minnesota Wild, who are a very good team. I would, you know, they're a dark horse cup contender. I, I probably rank them right now like tier one. You've got your Colorados, your Panthers, teams like that. And I would put the Wild in like a tier two where I wouldn't be shocked if they they came out of the Western Conference. You know that they have a they're very deep team, they're very skilled. You know they may not have the the same high end talent as your Colorados and your Floridas, but the, they're a very very good team. And the Sharks played with them, and it wasn't like they were just holding on for dear life. The Sharks played with them for the entire sixty minutes of this game. You know the same thing with the Stars, where they played with them, and if it you know just a couple of bad bounces and. You know, they just don't have the same depth as these guys, but they played with these guys for, you know, a full 60 minutes. And again, right now, the wins and losses don't matter. In fact, the losses are more important than the wins as we'll get into our third segment. But the wins and losses don't right now don't matter right now. Right now, you're trying to build processes. You're trying to see how these young guys do when given more responsibility and, and kind of what this kind of adversity and going through a 10 game losing streak, how do the guys react? And, you know, like if, are they going to kind of keep playing their game and kind of keep working at it? You know, especially if you're giving these, these younger guys more opportunities or are they going to kind of, you know, go into a shell. And, you know, I, I've really liked the way I've seen some of these guys play, especially, you know, Jonathan Dahlen, who's been given, you know, with, with Barabanov being hurt, Dahlen's been given a role with, with, Hurdle and Meyer, and I think he's played really, really well the, the last two games. And you know, not I, not having to play on the fourth line and kind of and let him play a more offensive role that he's more suited to. And you know, he he goes to the dirty areas, and you know, it's, he saved a goal in the, in the wild game where he literally, you know, uh, Reimer made the first stop, but Dolan was in the crease and literally saved a goal. And you can see him going to the dirty areas, and he's going to get a goal soon. He's been working hard and. And I'd like to see 
I like this the way he's been kind of responding to these past two games, especially when given the the chance to play with Hurdle and Meyer and <laughs> Dakota, and given a chance to play with these guys and and really been able to. Um, I think he's responded well. He hasn't gotten on the score sheet, but I think he's responded well, and I think he's playing well. And that that's good for Donald to try to build up some more positivity i think especially after what's been a really tough season you know he i've talked about him a bunch before where he came he looked really great beginning of the season but then i ever since that shoulder injury just wasn't the same guy so um but yeah he i really want to see him continue to build on on these last two games and can kind of you know show why he could be a potential 2025 goal scorer for the sharks um noah gregor i mean you know we saw rudy and gregor playing with with bear banoff and gregor you know, we, we've seen him tap into that speed and, you know, we know Noah Gregor go burr, but again, kind of a dirty goal today where he was in the right spot at the right time. And, you know, it'd be nice for him to, if he stops shooting at a 3% clip and gets closer to the eight or 9% clip, I think that's the NHL average. We could really see him kind of be a more useful piece. So uh, hopefully him playing with Bordolo will, will kind of, help to kind of ignite and maybe unlock some of the of Gregor's offense or maybe just some good puck luck for him for once. So um Ryan Merkley who you know I he's kind of still doing Ryan Merkley things where he's been up or down especially you know in, in the Dallas game where he had some opportunities you know again he i think sometimes he tries to do too much or he tries to make that play before he's ready to make the play I'm, I'm thinking you know at the end of the game he's on there twice he's not able to hold the puck in when they're they're trying to push for a goal uh, you know he did a great job of, of getting back and getting you know keeping jamie ben from getting uh an empty netter but it's one of those things where i think he's thinking about the next play before he's he's still working on the play that he's doing so um you know, again, we're going to see the flashes from Merkley. Um, but again, this time of year, it's just about letting him kind of experiment and develop and, and figure out what uh, what he can do and not do. So, yeah. And same thing with like Weatherby and Reedy. I'm going to kind of lump these two guys together where, you know, they're, they're fighting for these bottom six. You know, they're both going to be fighting for this 4C position. I guess Shemilevsky as well, you know. Between Shemilevsky, Bordalo, um, Reedy, and Weatherby, those guys are fighting for you know the, that three C and four C going into next year. And you know, Reedy, I think he, you know, he's been doing some positive stuff. Again, he doesn't get as much opportunity because he's only you know I think he's played like what do you play eight or nine minutes tonight? Uh, nine forty tonight. Uh, Weatherby played seven, so you know I, I feel like Reedy's kind of more more established himself on on the sharks but again opportunity for these guys to kind of really show why they should be part of the sharks going forward and what they can do going into next year so you know again right now the wins and losses don't matter like it doesn't matter who cares you know i mean the sharks are on a basically they're on a historic type of a run for them of losses they lost 10 in a row they haven't lost this many games since pre-joe thornton um you know the last time they lost this many games they traded for joe thornton so it's fine right now. And actually if it's not the worst thing in the world for them to lose games, as long as they're playing hard, it's, there's a difference between what they were losing games like that. They are now than what they did last year, last year, where it was just 
clearly just trying to get to the end of the season. You know, they they were just getting shellacked, but I mean, this team's still playing hard. They just don't have the the depth and the the skill that other teams do. But this is good experience for these young guys to get going and and kind of learn on the job. And you know, this is the type of thing we're going into next year. These guys are going to have a they're going to feel so much better about themselves as they go into next year. So. Um, but yeah, let's uh, we'll take a quick break and then we will talk about um, where these sharks could actually end up at the old tankathon rankings. But first, gotta talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting sports and stats info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, including this year's basketball playoffs and and Major League Baseball, which is getting underway now. BetOnline is your continued source for your sports wager information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. And maybe you're hungry after all this betting. That's where you need to grab yourself a little snack with Built Bar. You guys know about Built Bar now. They're the best tasting protein bar on the market each bar it's covered in 100 chocolate but you don't have to worry about all the 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 garbage that goes in with it so 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs 17 grams of protein well candy bars taste like two they're gonna 240 calories 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs and they come in amazing flavors like mint brownie coconut coconut almond and white chocolate cookies and cream and if that doesn't sound great go try out their puffs the first ever protein infused marshmallow they're fluffy they're marshmallow not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're also covered in 100% real chocolate with awesome flavors like yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, and you guys know we are a pro cream pie podcast. So go to build.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right. The old tankathon. So... The Sharks right now are sitting at 10th. I'm going to pull this up if you're watching on YouTube. Um, so the Sharks are sitting at 10th right now on the old tankathon. Um, they're right behind. Um, so Ottawa, 63 points. Buffalo, 69 points. Detroit, 68 points. Actually, sorry, the Sharks are 10th. And the Sharks are at, uh, 70 points right now after their loser point they got against uh, Minnesota. So, <clears throat> kind of did some math here. So, we can look at the – let's start with the Sharks schedule here. So, uh, they have Columbus, Blues, Chicago, um, Vegas, Anaheim, Edmonton, and Seattle to end their season. So you just kind of go through it. Um, let's kind of, we'll do some quick wins and losses. I already kind of wrote this out, but Columbus, I think they win just because I think the Sharks are playing really well. Um, and I think Columbus lost to uh, the Ducks tonight. The Blues, they're going to lose to the Blues. The Blues are really good right now. They're fighting for the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. I think they just scored like eight goals against the Preds. Blues are machine. Uh, Chicago, I think they win that game on Saturday night against the against the Blackhawks. They barely they got a point from them last time they played. Sharks are at home. I think the Sharks are playing better right now. So next game, Vegas. Uh, second game of back to back at Vegas. They lose that. Vegas needs the points. Um, 
Anaheim on Tuesday, the 26th. Last home game of the year. I think they win that. It's the pretty close. I mean, the Sharks have kind of beaten Anaheim. You know, they kind of had Anaheim's been close with Anaheim this year. So um, at Edmonton, I think it's a loss. Uh, Edmonton needs the points. And at Seattle, I think it's a loss. Seattle, that's just end of the season, whatever. So we'll give him six points. That'll put him at 76 points for the season. All right. Let's look at Detroit. Detroit's schedule, brutal here. They, they, they've been playing terribly lately, too. They play at Tampa. I think that's a loss. At Florida, that, that's a loss. Pittsburgh, that's a loss. Pittsburgh, like I know all these teams are in the playoffs, but they're still jockeying for position right now. Um, they play, then they end the season at Devils. I give them a win there. At Toronto, that's a loss. At the Devils, again. So they get four points, end up with 72. Not good. All right, let's look at Buffalo, who has been playing really good lately. Um, you know, like, so if you look at the last couple games, they, you know, they beat Toronto. Um, they lost to the Blues again. The Blues right now are playing really well. Um, you know, but then they beat the Flyers this weekend, which is good for us. They play at the Devils. I'm going to give the Buffalo the win there. Then they play the Islanders, Boston, and Chicago. Um, Islanders just got eliminated. Let's give them a win there because I think, again, I think the way the um, Sabres are playing right now is really good. Uh, we'll say we'll give them a loss to Boston just because they are, um, again, Boston is for seeding right now. And then Chicago, I think they win. So that gives them um, one, two, three. It gives them four, uh, six points. So that will put them at 70 five points again sharks have 76 based on this schedule ottawa also playing pretty decently recently so their schedule um they play the kraken i'm gonna give them a win there they play vancouver second night or um second night of a back-to-back i'm gonna give them a loss they play the blue jackets i'm gonna give them a win there they play Montreal. I know it's the second half of back-to-back, but that one's at home. Montreal's bad. They're trying. I know they've been playing better, but Montreal's still bad. Um, they play the Devils, who are just poop right now, so I'm going to give them a win there. Um, they play the Panthers. I'm going to give them a loss, but the Panthers by then could have locked stuff up, and then I'm going to give a point. I'm going to give them a win against the Flyers as well. So that gives them 10 points uh, with a loss. That gives them 73, just not quite enough to catch the Sharks. And then let's look at Anaheim. Um, so they are they beat uh, Columbus tonight, six to four. They play the Kings back to back here. So they play Kings on Tuesday, then on Saturday. Um, let's split those. Um, then they play the Blues, who need the points. The Sharks, who I already gave the Sharks the win, and they play Dallas, who's going to be needing the points to get in the playoffs. I give them four. That puts them at seventy six. So. Quick map if it's scheduling puts that Detroit at seven at seventh with 72 points. Ottawa eighth at 73. Buffalo ninth at 75. And then Sharks and Anaheim would be 10th and 11th based on. And then I think uh it goes to regulation wins after that. Um and they're both 
tied. So it's, I guess it, it looks like Anaheim would be 10 and the Sharks would be 11 based on if the wind depends on how the winds break out. So it's wins, regulation wins, and then I think it's head-to-head type of thing. So the Sharks looking at a potential 10th or 11th going in, and you really want to be 10th because if you get to 10th, then you have a chance to jumping up into the top uh into the top spot as however small chance it might be so again so the rooting guy right now we're rooting for detroit we're rooting for buffalo we're rooting for the Sens, and we're rooting for the ducks just because we don't want the ducks to catch us all the other teams are really kind of out of it i mean columbus is at 76 points and that would take them a, a full-on collapse from them and all the other teams are kind of too far out of it right now so you hope that Ottawa gets hot here. Maybe the Sharks lose a couple more of these games than I expected. You know, if they lose the Columbus game, that's a big one for them. And then if they, you know, whatever games, I don't think they're going to lose out, but, you know, maybe they only get two wins out of the last, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, two wins out of the last seven games. And then that would put them at 74 points and you're, you kind of jump two teams there. So, Every point matters now, and these loser points that you're getting from going to overtime are, are, are hurting your chances at getting a better draft pick. So uh, we'll keep tracking this, of course, as the season winds down here. Uh, well, of course, we're going to be 100% Bordello all the time, full on. The hype train does not stop. It's leaving the station. Let's freaking go right now. Uh, tomorrow, Shang Peng of San Jose Hockey Now is going to join us. Uh, join me and we're going to kind of talk about uh, I'm sure we'll talk about Bordello. We'll probably talk about the GM search. Um, if you have anything that you want me to ask Shang about, of course, just send us a message. You can do that. Of course, at locked on sharks on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram uh, where I manage all those. Yeah. If you have anything for Shang, go ahead, shoot me a message. I'm sure I'll, I'll try to ask him. So, um, and then we'll do recap of the Blue Jackets. We'll try to think of something fun for Thursday. Maybe uh, I don't want to do prospects yet. I think we'll do once the season ends, we'll start doing prospect recaps, um, you know, because now a lot of their seasons are ending. So we can kind of do that. Uh, maybe we'll talk about Gushin, who's going to be making his Barracuda debut on Wednesday, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, uh, make sure you guys uh, follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. I'm going to be doing Wednesday. I'll definitely be doing uh, cut ups of the Gushin game during the game um this weekend it is my birthday so i probably won't have live uh gushing cut ups but i'll make it a point on sunday to go back and uh watch the watch the barracuda game and, and cut out any clips as well so um yeah also make sure you guys uh wherever you're listening you can find us um on apple spotify uh megaphone odyssey you guys know where to listen to us youtube subscribe we are getting close to four 50 um i eight we were gonna do a giveaway for martin jones martin jones bobblehead of not 450 at 750 we were gonna do a giveaway i'm gonna push it back to 800 since i just gave out tickets and a free year of san jose hockey now so once we get to 800 subscribers i'm gonna do a martin jones bobblehead guaranteed to get you a william eklund draft pick the next season so uh, make sure you guys subscribe um and then also you can follow again follow me at my fry hole kyle is at kyle demetrius and thank you for making us your first listen um go check out the locked on nhl now um i was also on the locked on nhl show uh national show where i talked bordello 
losing 10 games in a row, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then go check out Locked on Blue Jackets, Locked on Blues. You want to learn more about those guys before the Sharks play them. Um, Locked on Fancy Hockey or any other amazing podcast such as uh, Locked on Warriors. Bye, friends.